Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com So we'll start with WikiHound to survive a nuke. Nuclear. Nuke. Nuclear attack. Nuclear. Nuclear. No, I put another U in there. Nuclear. 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 It's the nuclear attack. Oh. Oh, yeah, that would probably help. Behind the scenes. The fitting of the mics. You have to tell me what that sounds like. I'll just leave it in the show and you can hear it. It's true. All right, this week's going to be pretty easy. Um, we talk about how to survive a nuclear attack, which is pretty topical considering the madman that's at the controls of the button on both sides of the Pacific right now. Yeah. It's something to think about. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Rally Podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye! She knew it was today. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why she left. Oh, <laughs> good plan. Yeah. So, um, ready to learn something new? Always. So we're going to learn something new. It's back to WikiHow. And this is how to survive a nuclear attack. Ding. That'd, that'd be helpful. Yeah. Especially today. Yeah. Be less helpful if, you know, the Ukrainians weren't winning. Well, that's a good and a bad thing. What would you do if nuclear war broke out tomorrow? No, we'd probably all die. Mostly. Uh, okay, you're not alone if you're worried as you scroll through your feed or watch the news. Experts say the risk of all-out nuclear war is unlikely, but knowing what to expect can give you peace of mind and keep you safe. Bright light, it'll get a little warm. Yeah, very warm. And that's all you gotta worry about. Yeah. What Part one. SPF 4 million. Preparing yeah. in advance. Make a plan. Oh, we're being preppers now. Apparently. Any of those MREs left? Uh, no. Uh, if a nuclear Oops. attack does happen, it won't be safe to venture outside for food. You should stay sheltered for at least 48 hours, preferably longer. Provided oh, so, your house survives. Yeah. Uh, having food and medical supplies on hand can put your mind at ease and allow you to focus on other aspects of survival. Bored. I'm so bored. And it's dark in here. Canned goods, oats, honey, sugar, beans, pasta, rice, bread. Pasta, rice, bread. I love pasta, rice, bread. Two, stock up on non-perishable foods, i.e. Twinkies. Wheat, wheat rice, uh, white rice, wheat, beans, sugar, 
honey, oats, pasta, powdered milk, dried fruits, and veggies. Build your supplies slowly. Every time you go to the grocery store, pick up one or two more items for your food storage. Eventually, you should be able to build up a multi-month supply. Or you can just go on Amazon and go to the prepper supply and spend like $300 and get three giant things of it that are supposed to keep you going for like a year apiece. So there's that. But hey, you do you, boo. Well, the thing is, they did mention one thing in there. What's that? All that stuff to make that stuff, you need water. Oh, yeah. Uh, make sure you have a can opener for canned items, it says, though. Yeah, I got one of those pee whatever thingies yeah. from the Army Navy store. It doesn't need power. Here you go. Three. Three. Yes, three. Three. Store water. See? Because it never goes bad. No, it doesn't. Technically. It goes off. Yeah. It never technically goes bad. And if you have iodine tablets, you can just boop, or even a bottle of uh, bleach. Bleach. It's just one cap full of for, per gallon, so. No, 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 no. Well, hey, it might taste bad, but it saves your life. Can you use vinegar instead? Mm, I guess it would have to be really high potency high acid vinegar but yes aren't you glad we survived it's a good thing we saved all these lemons at least we won't die of dysentery I got that vinegar powder yesterday oh did you mm -hmm. I made salt and vinegar um, popcorn seasoning Consider keeping a water supply in food-grade plastic containers. Clean the lid, the containers with a bleach solution, then fill them with filtered and distilled water. Really shouldn't have to tell us that it needs to be food-grade. No. Uh, I'm, well, there's stupid people out there. Remember, there's people who will fill a gasoline container with water thinking, oh, it should be fine. Yeah, this is Darwinism. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they hadn't been used. True, but it's got a lot of, like, PCBs or whatever. Well, yeah, probably. For purifying storm. water in the event of attack, keep basic household bleach and potassium iodine Lugal's solution, Lu Luigi's solution, on hand. Insert your own Mario Brothers joke here. Yeah. My brother-in-law is allergic to iodine. Really? He'd be screwed. No, just bleach. Just wouldn't be able to do the iodine tab. Four, get communication supplies. Yeah, because that's going to really do you wonders. Where you been? Semaphore. No one can hear that. I know. It's in the upstairs window with a little flashy light. Being able to stay informed as well as alerting others to your position. S O S. What's he saying? No shit. <laughs> can be vi vitally valuable. Here's what you need a radio. Find the one that's a crank or solar powered. If you have to go with battery operated model, make sure you keep plenty of spare batteries on hand. Stay Consider away from that. That's my crank radio. Consider getting an NOAA weather radio as well. This will broadcast emergency information 24 hours a day. Yeah, because I need the weather report. A whistle. Uh, and your cell phone. Signal mirror. What's that? Signal mirror. You always need a whistle and a signal mirror. Yeah. No adventure is complete without one. And your cell phone. Cell service may or may not be maintained, but you'll want to be ready if it is. Okay, well, when a nuclear bomb goes off, it puts out a massive EMP charge. Mm -hmm. So all the cell towers will basically be slag. So that last one's basically useless, guys. But no. the sparkly mirror will be a great idea. Hell, just a really, really shiny piece of metal. Well, thing, no, you need an actual mirror so you can see around corners. You can see around corners with a really, really shiny piece of metal. Because it's technically a mirror. Not well. Good enough. Five, stack up, stack up? Step up? Stock up on medical supplies. 
Having a few medical items available could be the difference between life and death. And metal. Radiation burns. What do we do? Well, I got some peroxide and band-aids. And lemon juice. If you're injured in the attack, you'll need a basic first aid supply kit, a first aid instruction booklet, and prescription meds or supplies. Oh, Maxine got vaporized. Hand me that iodine. Six other miscellaneous items. It's literally what it says. Round out your emergency preparedness kit with the following. Flashlight and batteries, dust mask. Well, we've already got those. Plastic sheeting and duct tape. Yeah. Garbage bags, plastic ties, and wet wipes for personal sanitation. Um, See bidet. And a wrench and pliers. See bidet, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> a wrench and pliers. Oh, salt gets you crusty. <laughs> Especially if you got like a, a, a uh, crack uh, down uh, there uh, or something. Uh, it burns! To shut off utilities such as gas and water. I think the war will take care of that. Not necessarily. Might shut off your water, but it might not shut off your gas. Wouldn't that just be my luck? Yep. Survive the initial explosion and my house explodes. Yep. While I'm sitting there in the in the shelter trying to stay alive. Seven. Keep an eye. You still get boom. Keep the uh, keep an eye on the news. A nuclear attack will unlikely come out of the blue from an enemy nation such as China or Russia. <laughs> no, from a friendly nation from yeah. Canada. <laughs> We're tired of your shit, eh? Hey. Uh. Oops, eh? <laughs> you don't mind that, eh? It shouldn't. Oh, never mind. PM said we should call down here and apologize. For what? You'll see. Just just don't worry about Iowa anymore. We, we have a state called Iowa? Oh, never mind then. Such, such an attack... Don't worry about that trucker strike. Yeah. Such, a, such an attack would likely be preceded by a deteriorating political situation. Uh, a, a, see the last 50 years. A war with conventional weapons between nations that both have nuclear weapons, if not ended swiftly, may escalate towards a nuclear war and even limited nuclear strikes. It has a period. Okay. And even nuclear limited strikes in one region carry the likelihood to escalate towards an all-out nuclear war. Many countries have a rating system to denote the eminence of attack. In the U.S. and Canada, for example, it may be useful to know the DEFCON level. Well, it's almost always at orange, so... Well, since you know, 2001. Yeah. Maybe we need to readjust the system. Yeah, or fix it, because it's been broken for a long time. Kind of like our government. If kind of one. Chill, eh? If kind of two. Oui. We'll have a... No, well, Neil do it. Defcon 1 and 2. Yeah, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Defcon 3. Step off, man. <laughs> Defcon 3. Uh, they're starting to get in our grill. Defcon 4. Watch your ass, man. 8. Assess your risk and consider evacuation if nuclear exchange is looking likely. Where am I going? Tennessee? No. The Carolinas? No. Pretty much can't go nowhere because we're surrounded by military and and, uh, Army, Navy, and and, uh, Air Force. Yep. If evacuation... And at the Coast Guard station. Yeah, that too. If evacuation is not an option, then it should at least affect the kind of shelter you will construct for yourself later. Learn your proximity to the following targets and plan appropriately. Airfields and naval bases. Especially those that how, known to house nuclear bombers, ballistic missile submarines, or ICVM silos. How would we you, know? You will never know that. How, how would we know? The submarine, possibly. Because it's a naval base. We just got a new one. But the other one's, what, a new naval base? Do we just get a new nuclear sub? New Delaware? Yeah, I don't know. 
These are certain to be attacked even on a limited nuclear exchange. Commercial ports and runways over 10,000 feet. Ta-da! Yeah. These are likely to be attacked even in a limited nuclear exchange. Centers of government. Ta-da! These are likely to be attacked even in a limited well, nuclear the, exchange. There's a difference between like the Tennessee House of Representatives and the nation's capital. Well, true, but... We're also in Atlanta, one of the busiest. We have the, one of the busiest airports in the world, and, yeah, and we got, yeah. and one of the busiest uh, railroad junctures and all that shit. And we got IRS here, and we got exactly. all kinds of federal. We have the stuff CDC here. here. The CDC here. Yeah. See if some country nuclear strikes, we can only hope that maybe they get like a horrible disease and have no way to figure it out for them. Oh well, it won't matter because they if they hit that, what doesn't burn up will infect everyone within a thousand square miles. I'm thinking they'll be pretty sanitary after that. Yeah, possibly. Bacteria will be the least of your worries at that point. Uh, I'm not worried about bacteria. I'm worried about viruses. Uh, Vir- viruses will be the large least of your worries at that point. Large industrial cities and major population centers. Yay. Oh, North Dakota? <laughs> we can get out of Georgia and far enough north, yeah. I wish we should have bought an ultralight. Yeah, that would have been great. Three-person ultralight, we can do it. Oh, yeah. Carry the recorders. Yeah, all the heroes. Or as the wind goes whipping by. They'll hear it in stereo. <laughs> Whoa! Learn about. It might be like they're there. <laughs> Learn about the different. T- it'll be like listening to the uh, World War Three record. Oh, well. And just silent. But it'll be wind. You'll be falling asleep left and right because it'll be just white noise. Learn about the different types of nuclear weapons. Big ones, little ones, medium ones. Fission, A-bombs, are the most basic nuclear weapon, are incorporated into other weapon classes. This bomb's power comes from splitting heavy nuclei with neutrons. No, this is like some guy sitting out on his porch with a pair of binoculars. Oh, hang on a minute, Martha. That's just a fission bomb. We ain't nothing to worry about there. Yeah. yeah. If that had been a fusion bomb, we'd have been fucked up creek, but that's not, no, no. We're fusion good. H-bombs. Using the incredible heat of a fission bomb, spark plug, compress, and heat deuterium and tritritium isotopes of hydrogen, which fuse, releasing immense amounts of energy. Fusion weapons are also known as thermonuclear weapons, since high temperatures are required to fuse deuterium and tritritium uh, such, yeah, such weapons are usually many hundreds of times more powerful than the bombs that destroyed Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Yeah, because it's like unleashing the power of the sun. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yep. Two, surviving in imminent attack. And they have a picture of one of those old-timey 40s and 50s sellers. Hmm. Seek shelter immediately. Yeah, don't don't duck and cover, kids. It doesn't work. Of course, you're SOL anyway. Why am I SOL anyway? Neil, Marissa, let's head to the basement. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, sure. Come on. Death from burning or cancer. Possible death from weird things that shouldn't be done. Come on, Marissa. We're going downstairs. <laughs> Aside from the geopolitical warning signs, your first warnings of an imminent nuclear attack will most likely be an alarm or a warning signal. Ding, 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 ding. Your first alert will be a bright light. The bright light from the detonation of a nuclear weapon can be seen tens of miles away from ground zero. If within the vicinity of the blast or ground zero, your chances of survival are basically nothing. Unless you're in a shelter that provides very, very good blast protection. It's in all caps and parentheses. Like Marissa. If you're a few miles out, you'll have about 10 to 15 seconds until the heat wave hits you. 
and maybe 20 to 30 seconds until the shockwave done. Under no a, circumstances. Long 15 seconds. Yeah. Under no circumstances should you look directly into the trap. To the trap? Look to the trap, Ray. Come on, man. We're really getting echoey because of these glass cases now. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, if you're standing outside and you're not aware that a nuclear blast is coming, how would you not know to look? You know, it's like I'm, well, it's basically the same reason. I'm sitting there staring out over the over the green pastures, and all of a sudden there's a bright light. It's like, well, you also should. Well, yeah, but if it goes off, and then you and you look on purpose, you know, there's a flash of light. You know, you tend to look on a clear day. This can cause temporary blindness at very large distances. However, the actual damage radius is highly variable depending on the size of the bomb, the altitude of an explosion, and even the weather conditions at the time of the blast. Mm-hmm. So you want it to be really far away from you. And raining. And the wind blowing the other way. And the wind blowing the other direction. It's like a kickoff in football. You know? Yeah. If residing in Switzerland or Finland, check if your home has an atomic shelter. Remember. Should you know already? Remember, anywhere in Switzerland, you'll be able to find an atomic shelter. When the siren sounds in Switzerland, you're advised to inform those who may not be able to hear, i.e. the deaf. And then listen to the NRS, National Radio Services. Don't be surrounded by anything flammable or combustible. Substances like nylon or any oil-based material will ignite from the heat. Oh, thanks! You know, with a nuclear blast, it's funny you should mention this because most things are flammable in that situation. Yeah. Oh, here's my iron skillet. (laughs) (laughs) Two, remember that radiation exposure could cause large numbers of deaths. Good. Well, I mean, that one guy survived the blast in Nagasaki and Hiroshima, and he didn't die until he was 93. Having a bad week, that guy. Dead now, he's not having any week. Oh, that Titanic woman. Yeah. She, she was on the Olympic when it crashed. Mm-hmm. She was on the Titanic when it went down, and she was on the Britannic when it sank. Yeah, well, you know, it was her fault. I was like, damn it, woman. Initial radiation. take you anywhere. Initial, yeah, well, we can, we just don't want to. Not on our ships. At Initial least. radiation. This is radiation released at the moment of destination, and it is short lived and travels short distances. With, yeah, with the large yields of modern nuclear weapons, it is thought that this will kill few who will not be killed by the blast or the heat. Residual radiation, that's fallout, and that just kill everybody over years. So there you go. I'm not even going all into that. Radiation particles. Know the three different types. Alpha particles only travel a couple of inches. Beta particles can travel 10 meters. And gamma rays can travel through basically everything but lead Iron and thick materials. People named for, Banner for a mile. Yeah, he just absorbs it. So, how is this information helpful? I, I tells you how to keep yourself from getting radiated. In general, if I know the difference between alpha, beta, and gamma particles, how does that help me? It doesn't. Well, I mean, if you want to spend time getting bombarded was, with gamma rays to you know, see if you'll turn into Incredible Bulk or something, I just sit out on my front porch and block them Wonder Woman style. I see them coming in. Surviving an alpha, beta, gamma, beta, gamma, alpha. Ping, ping, ping. Ricochet into the neighbor. Four, begin reinforcing your shelter from the inside by stacking dirt around the walls or anything else you can find. Shouldn't no dirt go on the outside of the walls? Steel needs to be 27 centimeters thick. This is to reduce radiation penetration to one one thousand. Got a layer of steel, then a layer of lead, and a layer of asbestos. Rock, yeah. Rock, 70 to uh, 100 centimeters, so 2 to 3 feet. 2.2 feet of concrete, 8.8 feet of wood, 
Three <laughs> That's a wall right there. 3.3 feet of soil. That's, that's the kind of wall you sit in front of and chant Kong. I like, yeah, I like this one. 6.6 feet of ice and 22 feet of snow in order to reduce radiation penetration to one one thousandth. So what do I got to do? Dig 22 feet? First of all, I got to find 22 feet of snow. Well, if you're in, if it's during the winter and you're in any one of the Nordic countries. Ding. 20, 22 feet? Oh, God, yeah. They get, they get some massive snow, man. Just dig a hole to the bottom and cover myself up? Yeah. With a, oh, I don't have to worry about the blast. Well, you don't have to worry about the radiation. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> Plan on staying in your shelter for a minimum of two days. Under, under no circumstances. Of course, when the heat wave hits, your snow will be gone. Yeah, that's true. Well, but then it'll be a nice sauna. <laughs> under no circumstances should well, you leave Larry. the shelter. You got sous vide. Yeah. Should you leave the shelter in the first 48 hours? The reason for this is to avoid fission products created by the blast. Fission products. No, from AR products. <laughs> the other major products of nuclear fission are cesium, strontium. These have longer half-lives of 30 and 28 years, respectively. They are also very well absorbed by living things. It can make food products dangerous for decades. These materials can be carried by the wind thousands of miles. So if you think you're safe in a remote area, you're not. Well, that's foregone conclusion. Yeah, ration your supplies. You'll need to ration to survive, obviously. Therefore, you will eventually expose yourself to the radiation unless you're in a specific shelter with fart and water. Processed foods are okay to eat so long as the container has no punctures or is relatively intact. Animals may be eaten, but they must be skinned carefully with the heart, liver, and kidneys discarded. Try not to eat meat that is close to the bone as bone marrow retains radiation. Oh, wow. There's actually a how to eat dove and pigeon or how to eat wild rabbit. Hmm. Plants in a hot zone with air bunnies. Well, the thing is, both, I mean, what do you call close to the bone? I mean, talking about a rabbit or something, there's only so much... I think they mean... There's only so much distance. Yeah, but I think they mean like just eat it and then instead of gnawing the bone to get every last piece, you just leave it. You know what I mean? Plants in a hot zone are edible. Those throw, who, it out the, throw it out of the shelter. The squirrels get it, gnaw on the bones, and then they become like giant mutated critters. They, be, they become um, dire squirrels. You can't go outside 15 years later when it's all safe if it's you're surrounded by Wendigo. Those with edible roots or undergrowth, such as carrots and potatoes, are highly recommended. Use an edibility test on the plants. See how to test if a plant is edible. Wow, that's another one. Yeah, you nibble on the end of it and go like, oh, I don't like that. Uh, open water may have received fallout particles and is harmful. Water from an underground source, such as a spring or covered well, is your best bet. Consider making a basic pit-style solar still, as described in How to Make Water in the Desert. Uh, you put the solar still over your, you know, your little pit where you leave yourself. About recycling. Estelle Harris, uh, she just passed away mm-hmm. at 93. George's mom oh. and Seinfeld, and then uh, the uh, Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah. yeah. She just passed away at 93. Oh. So there's a downer to the already deep downer that this is. Uh, so, yeah, so that. Uh, also, see how to get emergency drinking water from a water heater <laughs> and how to purify water. In just that one block they mentioned like six different fucking how to's mm-hmm. it's crazy seven wear all clothing hats gloves goggles clothes sleeve shirts etc especially when outside to help prevent beta burns because you don't want any of those beta men coming by and burning you decontaminate by shaking your clothes constantly and washing with water any exposed skins shaking your clothes constantly 
Yeah. By shaking your clothes. So walk around through this as much as you can, I guess. Walk like you got, I don't know. So you shake the radiation off of you? Well, you're shaking particles off. You maybe not radiate. No, I mean maybe not actual radiation, but like chunks of things. Like fallout. Yeah. Settled residue will eventually. What cause you need it. is a lead lined fallout poncho. Yeah. With a hoodie. Sure. There you go. See. Treat radiation and thermal burns. A minor burn known as a beta burn. What was I? Oh yeah. Though it may be from other particles, immerse burns in cold water until the pain subsides. So normal. Skin starts to blister, char, or break. Wash it with cold water to remove contaminants. Then cover with sterile compress to prevent infection. Do not break blisters! It's in all caps and bold. Why is that? If the skin does not blister, char, or break, don't cover it. Even if it covers large portions of the body like a sunburn, instead wash the area, cover it with Vaseline or solution of baking powder and water. If available, moist. Uncontaminated earth will also do. Severe burns, known as thermal burns, as it comes mostly from high-intensity blast heat rather than ionizing particles, though it can be from the latter. This can be life-threatening. Everything becomes a factor. Water loss, shock, lung damage, infection, etc. Follow these steps. Do not remove cloth which has stuck or fused onto the burn. Do not try to pull clothes over the burn. Do not put any moist ointment onto the burn. Just leave it alone. Basically, treat a thermal burn. Don't touch it. Gently wash the burned area with water only. Do not apply creams or ointments. Do not use a normal sterile medical dressing, not specifically intended for burns, as non-adhesive burn dressings and other medical supplies are likely to be in short supply. An expedient alternative is to use plastic wrap, also known as saran wrap, food wrap, and food wrap and cling film, which is sterile does not stick to burns and is readily available. Hmm. That is interesting. I, I didn't actually know Add that. Add to the list. Yeah. And then prevent shock. Shock is the inadequate flood of blow. Flood of blow? Flow of blood? Yeah, we've got a large <laughs> flood of blow through here. <laughs> <laughs> to the vital tissues and organs. If untreated, it can be fatal. Shock results from excessive blood loss, deep burns, blah, 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 blah. So that. That. Feel free to assist people with radiation sickness, also called radiation syndrome. Feel free? Yeah. All That's right. That's kind of it, yeah. Ten, familiarize yourself with radiation units. That's not really honestly going to matter. I mean, it's not. That's useless. Someone just, oh, you're really low. Go ahead. And they're talking about they're talking like units of measure? Yeah. Not like less radi- than I thought that like radiation units like you would say like burn units. No you burn unit. You go to the burn unit. When no. you get radiation, you go to the radiation unit. Nope. This They're is about rads? Yes. <laughs> absorb absorb radiation dose. Less than 0.05 gray, no visible symptoms. 0.5 to 0.5, red blood cell count temporarily just decreased. 0.5 to 1, immunity cell production decreased. 1.5 to 3, 35% will die in a month. Three to four, 50% will die in 30 days. Four to six, 60% will die in 30 days. Six to 10, 100, everybody will die in 14 days. And then 12 to 20 rem or more, everybody's dead. I mean, that's literally what it says. It just says 100% fatality. The idea is that if you know these levels, and you, if you could judge whether or not it's safe to go out, 
but you have to be able to tell what the level is outside. Yeah. That's where the problem comes in, because not everybody owns a fucking Geiger counter or a Rad counter. Even so, how would you measure the outside while you're stuck inside? Yeah. Like one of those uh, things you put on your house to tell you what the barometer is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 11, guard... There's a little probe that goes out to the outside. Guard critical electrical equipment against an EMP. It doesn't matter. Except for, yeah, wrap everything in tinfoil. Screw your cell phone unless you have a bunch of music saved on it because it's going to be useless. Well, you can still play like Sudoku or something. Right. Well, no, because some of those you actually have to be hooked up to the cloud to play. Unless you have stuff saved on your phone for you to do, it's 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 a brand way to power it. Yeah. So they basically say wrap all your shit in tin foil. Another see it says another wrapper, uh, method is to wrap a cardboard box in copper or aluminum foil, place the item in there, and plug the device the into the ground. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Be prepared for subsequent attacks. Most so likely, could you do that with your entire shelter? Just like put a layer of copper to it. You could. Outside, just be good. But you wouldn't be able to get out either. Signal can't get out of a Faraday cage either. I know this, but I'm just saying. But yes, yes, you could. Or maybe you would have a a section. Section, yeah, like a closet that is basically a Faraday cage. Yeah, that would work. I could see that. You you keep all your electronics in there. Yeah. You know, your Betamax. Oh, yeah. Actually, what I would do is do the whole thing, a Faraday cage, and then have that one closet. Yeah. Be unfaraday. So then you'd have all you you'd have everything there. And then when you needed to use it, you could go into that other room. So you're you're uh, well that way. If you're like using whatever, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to get a signal out or signal in. You're okay. Then you yeah, right. Then it, it doesn't matter. You like your like your, your Game Boy Advanced. You could use your radio over to that other corner. Right. Uh, be prepared for subsequent attacks. Most likely a nuclear attack will not be a singular event. Be prepared for another strike or strikes by enemy nations or an invasion by the attacking party. Keep your shelter intact unless the materials used are absolutely necessary for survival. Collect any excess clean water and food that is available. However, if the attacking nation does not, does attack again, it will likely be in another part of the country. If all else fails, live in a cave. It's literally what how it ends. Well, if all else fails... You don't have any choice. Yeah, very true. So there you go. Now you've learned how to kind of survive a nuclear attack. I'm going to say no. But uh, nope. you might survive for a few days. So I guess that would be considered survival. But you're you're going to be dead. Well, I mean, maybe not immediately. But... No. But at some, at some point, according to that one list, within 14 to 30 days, you're going to basically Oh, have fun with that. Mm, and uh, uh, cue World War Three record. And there you have it. You learned something new, haven't you? How to survive a nuclear attack. Duck and cover doesn't do shit. Yeah. On that note, I uh, hope to see you next week. And uh, for Chris, Marissa in parentheses, and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying... Hey, uh, Putin, you know, calm down. We're tired of your shit, eh? Hey there, listeners. Larry here. If this is your first time listening, then, hey, how's it going? You're listening with a friend. 
or just kind of ran into us, I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all. You ready to learn something new? You didn't straighten the mics. Yeah. yeah. That'll get us more listeners. <laughs> Listen to how woke these bastards are. <laughs> yeah, I'm so woke, I'm still sleeping.